Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. Before we uh, jump into the world of Tom Omer and his brand new movie, always brings a smile to my face when I can talk about uh, oh, the great Bette Midler. What the hell did Johnny Carson see in her? I know that they were good buddies, but I... I she did something for him. Yeah, I, I, gotta assume, <laughs> I gotta assume that they never really talked politics, because if Johnny was anything, he certainly did lean right. Only the greatest talk show host in the history of the medium, the late great Johnny Carson. When when he went when he took his hiatus forever, no one has replaced him. No, no one even comes Not close no to that man. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Never will, I don't think. Bette Midler uh, melts down after Twitter removes her blue check <laughs> and calls uh, Elon Musk a pathetic douche. Ah. Yeah, Bette Midler is uh, she's so ladylike. Bette Midler is furious. Twitter has taken away her blue check verification badge and has chosen to express her fury on Twitter. In a series of angry tweets posted uh, a couple days ago, lovely Bette Midler called uh, Elon Musk. Uh, you know, Bette Midler sort of reminds me of uh, a woman who is, uh, uh, well, first of all, not hot. And uh, sort of like that great movie star, one of the uh, the largest, biggest female movie stars in the history of the business. And sort of contemporary, although she's, you know, she's long in the tooth now. Who, if you're thinking of a movie star, what the hell is her name? Uh, she's been in everything. And she's still an A-lister. And, and, you know, I would say she's a big lefty, but... Why, why be redundant? I mean, we're talking about showbiz here. Anybody? You can't no, think of her name. I can't. She she missed being good looking by that much. Oh, Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl Streep. Bada yeah. bing, bada yeah. boom. There's a woman who is not hot in any way. I sort of put Bette Midler in that category. Yeah, and where, you know what? Where they're both yeah. just sort of sort of missing, the, you know, just never. And I used to talk to uh, our former producer Lori Downey Jr. about that, and she'd say, "Oh, I think she's beautiful." But women, you know, they think every woman is beautiful, but underneath, they really they're so catty and they don't. They really don't. But man, I'm glad you said... I'm glad sort of, you, they, like to, they like to find the foibles yes. in the face of another Foible. woman. They do. No, I'm glad you said, though, that she... Because she is very talented. What, Meryl Streep? Bette Midler. Oh, Bette Midler. Very talented. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, she truly yeah. is. You she know, started, but she's just an idiot. Started, but she's started in a bathhouse in New York City, yeah. man, downstairs in the basement of a hotel. She put Barry Manilow on the map. He used to play piano for her. That's how that all started. Yeah. So she sort of found Barry Manilow and bought a big. Can you imagine Manilow in a friggin' bathhouse? I think no. that's odd. I write yeah, the by, songs by from the way. bathhouse. Yes, I do. <laughs> A lyricist. He's a lyricist. Uh, no, no, it's my brother Mart. And uh, and uh, please, let's move on. The 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 bottom line here is T. Is, I I hope you know that I'm not blasphemizing Barry Manilow because that is one talented son of a you bitch. You bet your ass. He is a hit machine. He, even though you know he I write the songs. Well, he doesn't really write the songs. No, that's what's funny. He wrote one song <laughs> yeah. that I'm aware of with my buddy Tony Orlando. Yeah. And that is Could It Be Magic, which is his best song. That is by far his greatest. 
this song with a little help from uh, who is my favorite? Uh, you know, I play. I, well, unbeknownst to anyone at poker on Wednesday, they were all pissed that I was playing this guy. It's not uh, Beethoven, but who's the other guy? Oh, Liberace. Uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, <laughs> Liberace, good one. <laughs> yeah. No, why, why can't I think of his name? I'll tell you why I can't think of his name. Because we were drinking lots of bourbon last night. That's why. Shouldn't be Chopin? Any, shouldn't be. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mark C.G. Boyer. Chopin. And because of Chopin, Could It Be Magic is a brilliant song. Yes. But you have to land most of the credit to Chopin. Because it really is a Chopin song. All right, I'm glad we cleared that up. Wow. Uh, long wow. life to Barry Manilow. Uh, Bette Midler. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Oh, no. Bette, Bette Midler called. What, John? Bette Remember was in uh, Seinfeld? When That's she, exactly how she is. Wait a second. When she Seinfeld. was uh, on the TV show yeah, Seinfeld? She was on Seinfeld. I don't even remember that. I don't. Oh. I don't either. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't it's, remember that. Kramer was... Uh, what? Her little boy. Did she play her... Yeah, so he, she didn't he, play Bette Midler. She played a character. No, she played Bette Midler. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah, and she got hurt at the softball game. Oh, the yeah. Celebrity softball game. Right, and, and she was and the victim? Kramer, Kramer had to take care of her. Ah, okay. She All was right. just a uh, <laughs> Bette Midler called Elon Musk a pathetic douche and a worm. She also made fun of SpaceX's rocket launch uh, that saw the rocket explode after liftoff. Yeah. Be a good time to hit the uh, bet. Boom. Of course, singing to uh, Donald Trump. Everything I would like to be. <laughs> All right, and, uh, I didn't know she sang that for Donald Trump. Uh, enough of that. Her in- indignation <laughs> comes after Twitter stripped numerous celebrities, media personalities, and news outlets of their blue check verifications after they failed to subscribe to Twitter Blue, which costs users at least $8 a month to maintain their blue check. Something tells me old Betster can afford 8 bucks a month. Well, and Musk, how smart of a guy he is, because he, and, and he not only he got attention for it, but he, he wanted a little extra cash. I would say that Elon Musk is a bit of a smarty pants. I would be uh, just a rocket scientist. Elon took my blue check away. I'm uh, unverified after all these years and thousands of tweets and free content. This worm has the nerve to decertify me. Uh, Elon took my blue check away. I'm unverified after all of these years. Douche. He's a douche. And... what, oh, oh, it's the funniest thing you've ever done. Let that sink in. Sorry to hear about your rocket. Well, I think that was done on purpose. Well, here's the thing, Matt. Right? Here's what I heard about that. Yeah. So, yes, okay, it exploded up there. Mm-hmm. He wanted to go further, but right. it was already, once it got to where it was going to go, it was going to drop back into the ocean and destroy it anyway. Right, right. So it's, part, it's all part of the research yeah. and, and trial and error, because you don't want to put humans in a thing right, no, he's right a, away. He's a smart guy. He knows what yeah, the hell he's doing. Yeah, millions of dollars, but it's like he's got... Not billions of dollars. Mil- millions. So. Yeah. yeah, gazillions. What, what yeah. John, you have your take on this? His mic's not working there, uh, Dave. I don't know Did if you notice. I don't know if you it's noticed. It's on. That. I... I, I yeah. yeah. Okay. Talk into it. Talk, talk to me, John. Can you hear me? Okay. Hear me? Uh, talk to talk to me. What, what is the what is the Top Gun? What does he say? Talk to me, uh, Johnny Goose. Talk to me, Goose. Use use uh, Mark's mic. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. He is running Twitter with twenty percent of the original. Employees, yeah, twenty percent, right, and right. He, he fired eighty percent of them because they did because they were un, unneeded, you yeah. know. And yeah, it's 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 terrible to say, but it's yeah, eighty percent of those people were unneeded. He's they a smart businessman. Uh, Midler apparently wasn't among the handful of celebrities for whom Musk has reportedly paid their Twitter fee to to keep their blue check identification. They include Stephen King, LeBron James, and William Shatner. Well, don't screw with Willie. 
Come on. Hey, Damn Bill. you! Hey, Bill, I'll give you the eight <laughs> bucks, man. I'll take care of you. Uh, my Twitter account says I've uh, subscribed to Twitter Blue. I haven't. Uh, my Twitter account says I've given a phone number. I haven't. That was Stephen King. By the way, boy, there's a... I don't know why he wasn't a male model. Oh, I don't understand that. Gorgeous guy. He's so good looking. <laughs> Bette Midler has used her Twitter account to uh, champion physical violence against certain conservative politicians, including Trump and Senator Rand Paul. Remember about, uh, about three and a half years ago, she told the then White House Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany... By the way, the greatest thing that happened to that White House is that Kaylee, man. She was not only beautiful, but incredibly smart, had her act together, she could take on any idiot stick reporter. But uh, Bet told uh, Kaylee to go F herself while urging Joe Biden to kick then-President Donald Trump in the nuts. Oh, boy. Well, that Bet, she's a real uh, real feminine and, yeah. uh, and a high-class broad. Uh, she again championed physical violence when she praised the neighbor who physically assaulted Senator Paul, resulting in the senator sustaining several broken ribs. That's Bet Midler. And Matt, can I ask you the What? The blue mark, the blue check yeah. mark. Uh-huh. Your verification because right. you're a celebrity. Is, 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 you're no. It verifies that, you, that it's that you are authentic yes. and it's your real. Who brother. cares? Yeah. Well, they, well, there's a lot of fake ones. Yeah, they do. They, they yeah, care. No, I know. There's yeah. fake care on Twitter. Today, well, I'm a big fugly And Johnny Carson really loved me to death. Hey. All right, enough of her. Uh, Tom Omer, my friends. Look at Tom. Look at Tom. Look at that smiling face of Tom Omer uh, smoking a stogie, uh, drinking a little Coors Light because he wouldn't touch Bud. I know you. I know you. You are off the Bud Light bandwagon, aren't you? I, I, uh, Although you will ride a, a horse on occasion, right? <laughs> yeah. So that, that certainly give me I a nod. I actually saw a, a funny meme, and it said... Uh, had a can of Bud Light, and then it had the Dylan McEnany or whatever. And, yeah, uh, it yeah, said, Mulvaney. Yeah, yeah. it said, uh, beverage pretending to be a beer is being <laughs> uh, promoted by a man pretending to be a woman. There yeah. it is, there it is. Matt, yeah. he rode over on a Clydesdale today. Yeah, yeah did he? Did he? Yeah. It wasn't a bike? Yeah, it wasn't a motorcycle. It yeah. was a Clydesdale. Beautiful Clydesdales horse. have been replaced by reindeer. By yeah. <laughs> that, that identify as horses. Yeah, of course they do. <laughs> Yeah. Well, listen to the listen to these excerpts from uh, a recent review of Tom's new movie Nefarious. The ingenious secret weapon of this movie's dialogue is its heavy dose of snark. I like that. I'm a big fan of snark, as you know. Yeah. Nearly every line is flavored to the max with a sarcasm between characters driven by their mild to utter contempt for each other. Whether it's the psychiatrist and the demon inmate in their verbal chess match or the warden played by Tom Omer <laughs> and the psychiatrist tolerating each other as they both just try to do their jobs, the dialogue is witty and sharp to the end. Wow. Uh, the warden doesn't give the psychiatrist plot exposition. He grumbles it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah? <clears throat> so you're really, you really acting. I love that, Tom. I love that about you. You know, he's a former LAPD dude, and he and he served our country, man. God I, bless you, brother. Yeah, that's Tom Omer. Wow. He's a good man. He's a real American, my friend. And he lives in a great part of Southern California. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Less fascist than the uh, the rest of uh, California. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the demon uh, doesn't preach his opinion about humanity. He sneers it. And the psych uh, psychiatrist sneers back his objections. This means that even when the dialogue is transparently preachy, 
which given the, uh, the creators is frankly uh, most of it, it's still wildly entertaining. So there is a message here, and the message of this movie is what, Tom Over? Uh, well, it's uh, good versus evil <laughs> is what it is. It's about a guy who's possessed by a demon. He's on death row in a prison. You mean like uh, like uh, our president, like Biden, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah but, uh, but Sean Patrick Flannery plays the lead. I mean, he's just brilliant in it. And uh, Love that uh, in guy. In fact, the, the director put in the paperwork for an Academy Award for him. No way! Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I, you know what's funny? If you look at Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. the critic scores 23%, and the audience scores 97%. Oh, that that <laughs> but is what's funny, beautiful. It's funny, if you look, critics, there's like 10 critics, and over 500 uh, audience reviews. That's, that's so gorgeous. Yeah, that yeah. is so gorgeous. Yeah. Tom Omer, I am... I mean, you could probably tell my excitement. I am, I am so excited that you are finally in a good movie. Yeah. Oh no, no! <laughs> wow, what the oh, hell did that mean? Hold, hold on. Whoa. No, that must be the booze from last night talking. I didn't mean that. <laughs> was, was I thinking it, and it came out? Tom, you know, I'm giving. He's you. gonna get on his horse and go. Listen, yeah. th- this show is much like Leave It to Beaver. I'm simply giving you the business, Tom. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm giving you the business. Actually, it's funny. Uh, we had the worldwide premiere in Dallas, and. There was over 500 people there. It had a screen on three screens simultaneously. There's that many wow. people there. And, you know, they had the whole red carpet thing where you talk to the media and everything. And somebody asked me, they said, hey, you're, you know, you're in this great movie. You know, you got the third lead in it. I said, yeah, it only took me 40 years to be an overnight success. That, but, <laughs> but uh, hey, Tom, Tom, well, that's the way it works. Yeah. And my, my publicist, uh, God rest his soul, Mike Venema, he was uh, he was Wolfman Jack's uh, manager for many many yeah. years. I loved this man. This guy was the greatest, and died way too young in his fifties. Yeah. But uh, he used to tell me. He said, "Matt, those who are successful are those that stick with it. I mean, they have to yeah. have a modicum of talent." And yeah. Tom, you do. Mm-hmm. There's another backhanded compliment. No, I, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you have a modicum. Yeah, modicum. I didn't see that in any of the reviews. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was reading it right here. Gene, Gene Siskel yeah. said Tom Homer, yeah. modicum of talent. Yeah, oh, right. man. Oh, yeah. No, you miss it. Monumental, it's ah, there that's, you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But <laughs> I am so I am so excited about this. And I missed you at Ted Bear's get-together a couple yeah. Sundays ago. Yeah, I was in Dallas. You're always the guy with the port. You yeah. know, this is yeah. the man that always brings the port over. My yeah. best buddy from Arizona, John Albee, and I were talking port uh, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And the fact that he is sort of a port aficionado as well. And I said, well, Tom will most certainly bring some port over. No, not today. No. Oh, I could have. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I could have. You know just, what? Get on your horse and get just, out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, I'll be right back. I'll be yeah. Yeah. It's just <laughs> another letdown from Tom Over. Yeah. I did t- bring you a cigar, though. Did you no. like that? You no, like I, that I will tell you what you brought me. You brought me an A.J. Fernandez, and everything that A.J. Fernandez, who's a master blunder, anything yeah. he puts his fingers on yeah. are great cigars. Yeah. And and I thank you very much. Sure. You certainly overpaid, especially for the likes of someone like me. But I, I Tom, I... True, but I should have brought the port, though. I didn't think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we still got an hour and a half. No, yeah. <laughs> you, look, you look fairly close. Bro. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh, it's it's something that I want you to feel a little guilt over because uh, guilt is sort of what's happening in 2023. We should all feel guilty about something. Guilt, we? guilt is monumental. So when you were when you were shooting this movie, Nefarious, yeah. first of all, where was this shot? This is that's what's so cool about this. We shot in a working prison in Oklahoma. Mm. 
And it was the first time in Oklahoma State history that they allowed filming inside a working right. prison. Oh. When they first approached him, they said, no, we can't do it. You know, Liabilities, and, yeah, yeah and, insurance. And so he said, read the script. The, they read the script, and they said, okay, it's all yours. Wow. And we had complete access to the whole prison. Whenever we shot here, they would lock down the prisoners over there. Whenever we shot here, they'd lock them down over there. Wow. It was unbelievable. That's, I, but I you had to be... real warden yeah. and such cool cool people there did you did you sort of uh, gleam or uh build your role as the warden from the actual warden did did he help you so well i actually didn't meet him until the first day of shooting so i, I had already prepared the okay. warden had and i have a lot he's a veteran a former law enforcement so we had a lot in common but when i met the warden it, he was everything i thought well i Oh, your character oh, would yeah. be. Yeah, and, and it was just perfect. Exactly. The guy was so cool. It was and, really cool. And so he was on site while you were yeah. while you were yeah. cutting your scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Did did he come over and shake your hand and say, oh, Man, yeah. that's spot on? Or yeah, you got our picture taken together and stuff. But he was really... very happy with your yes. portrayal yeah. of award. That is so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's see, that's great kudos, man. Yeah. Hey Tom, hey Tom. Yeah. I've I've been out of state and filmed in working prisons, not Oklahoma, but uh -huh. in those instances we had to be Literally escorted everybody in the crew. Yeah. Everybody Did has shirts you every time of the prison of the prison uh, escorting yeah. us everywhere we went. Yeah. Was that the case over there? And and not only that, we set up base camp right in the yard. And so uh, after you know each, they had to comb the yard, make sure you know somebody didn't drop a screwdriver or something. Hell know? yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. It was pretty. I mean, it was it's medium security now. It used to be max security, uh, and but it was built in 1909. Wow. And so the the shots the the I mean. It's that's what the, the the prison is a character in itself. Yeah. Nice, the, yeah. the way the doors clang and the, and to know the behind the scenes like that that it's an it's an active prison. You yeah, know? that is kind of, yeah. that's that's got to be cool for you guys. It was it was very cool and yeah. it, it really helped us a lot. And then they built a really cool set in Oklahoma City for yeah. some of the interiors, but. Uh, it, it was an amazing experience. Is, wow. is uh, Nefarious sort of sort of an exorcist sort no, of movie? No, you know what? It, it, it's kind of it was being pitched as a horror movie. It's not really a horror movie. It's it's a psychological thriller. There's no blood, no guts. Uh, you know, very few jump scares. You know, it's not your traditional horror movie. It's more. Right. Uh, it, it's it's about the it's about a guy who's possessed by the devil. It's about the the good versus evil and. Uh, it's uh, it's a real thinking. Uh, it, people comments they say I've been thinking about it ever since I saw it. You know, but are, are you saying it's a thinking man's movie though? Definitely. Well, then I I, I will have to stay away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am totally out of that one. Yeah, they have closed aren't, captioning. Aren't we going to the? What tattoo? Are we going to? We're not too. Is it the screening or there was just? No, it was a couple weeks ago. Oh. The problem is, it's we a, missed it. It's a Saturday. No, no, it's still playing. It's a Saturday night when we're on, so we're we're going to have to uh, fend for ourselves and go yeah. see this damn movie. No, yeah, I, I gotta go. I it's gotta playing see it. all over. It's playing on uh, 950 screens. Wow. So. It's all over the country. I heard it's pretty nefarious. Hey, good, Mark. Thanks, Marty. Yeah, that's that's good wow. stuff, man. Hey, Marty, Marty yeah. stand still. But this, what, what? Hey, Tom, Tom, you, you've been in a lot of movies uh -huh. and so on. But was this one, did you sort of think to yourself, there's something special about this? Definitely. And this, this will be your breakthrough? Yeah, I, I think so. Because, A, the, the, the script and the dialogue is just gold. I mean, it is so well written. And and I was number three on the call sheet, so that's you know, beautiful. I had the third lead in it, and 
and for a for a film like that, that's a nationwide. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to definitely. See, uh, I am so happy for you, man. Ta- yeah. Tom Omer is yeah. one of those truly good dudes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, loyal. He, guy. he is a true American. Yep. He packs a piece. He rides a friggin' <laughs> Harley. The man that he a, lives. The, yeah, he walks the. He you want to hear something cool too? I would if, love if, to, Tom. Yeah, anything you, cool. Yeah, in fact. if you if you see the movie, the people who are seeing the movie. Yeah. Keep an eye out for a trailer. It's called The Last Patriot, and it's going to be their next movie. Uh. And it's it's. You remember um, uh, Red Dawn with yes, Patrick yes, yes. yes. It's Loved instead it. of the Chinese coming in and taking it down, it's the government that comes in and takes uh. all their guns. Uh. And so they go up in the hills and they learn how to fight and they come back down, take their town back. See that? See yeah. what a great premise for a damn movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's. Has it been done before, John? Red Dawn. Yeah, yeah Red, Red Dawn. Dawn. Red yeah, Dawn. the remake sucked rough. Yeah, Red Dawn was remade yeah. and it was terrible. Right. Yeah, but yeah. it's not the government. Right. But that, but that boy, I'll tell you what, perfect for the, this yeah. time in our yeah. lives in America. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, Ed, things are getting a little frightening out there. A little yeah. civil war little, coming around. little dicey, and uh, you know I'm not a sky is falling guy. I never have been, but this is unprecedented what we're going through. We have never had a commander-in-chief who is so diabolical out of his friggin' skull and could, can't even finish a sentence. The man is not capable of being... Oh, wait a second. We're on YouTube. What I meant to say is probably <laughs> the greatest president in, in the history of the United States uh, of America. He can't even finish a sentence that was written for him. <laughs> yeah, no, he, no, he can't. No, it's... I mean, it's embarrassing. And, and instead, I, you want to feel sorry for him, but you can't. Well, I think he hates He's America of the free world. He's the most powerful man. Well, used to be. uh, Remember when America was powerful? Weren't those the days? Yeah. Weren't those the days? And now talk... What, Mark? I didn't say anything, sir. You weren't making that noise. No, no that was, that was, that was your producer. Oh, so what? What? What did you mean by that? It was like the end of a end of a good thing, you know, like a. Oh. It was a wonder hussy. Uh, <laughs> we're we're doing. It was a wonder hussy excerpt. We're doing wonder hussy references. Yeah, by the way, so. since you brought up a lovely wonder hussy YouTube phenom who was here a couple weeks ago, and we love her to death. Um, there, uh, she's not the only one that lets her armpit hair grow. There, there is a beautiful model, and I'll tell you about her in just a few minutes, who is is shot with her large dangling hair Ugh. from her underarms. Does, now, I don't find that attractive, but, you know, it, being a heterosexual male at all, if this is an attractive woman... You can I, get past that? I, I couldn't get oh, past that. Oh, no, no, no. That. I can get past Yeah, if it's a hot uh, chick. Nah, Tom, Tom, how about you? I mean, a, a, a hottie? I mean, you don't want it. It's probably not your preference. However... You know, it, well, you remember uh, um, Once Upon a Time in America when the girl sat on uh, Brad Pitt's lap and she lifted her arms up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Armpits. Yeah, that, that wasn't yeah, good. She went from a nine to a four. In my yeah, yeah, it's, you know, yeah. It's, <laughs> and by the way... Yeah. That little chickadee was hot. As Wasn't hell. that Selma Hayek? No, 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 no. no, no, no but no. this, this well, I'm thinking of the, the this the gal when she was looking at, in that movie when she was looking yeah. through the car window and her ass in the air. <laughs> holy moly! Yeah. And that's yeah. before we we saw Marco Robbie. Th- no, Mark. No. Mark, Mark, stop guessing. Okay, <laughs> okay. Would you stop guessing and and don't look it up. Put You're the phone it, down. Put the, the phone. Put the, the, the candle the back. back. 
Put the candle. Put the He's thinking of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The candle back. Okay, we're going to break right now, oh, whether, yeah. whether you know it or not. I'm already there, buddy. More with, oh, yeah. more with Tom yeah. Omer. And when we return, I'm going to ask him a very pointed question. Would he ever do a movie with Patty Lapone? Next on Outlaw Radio.